0: Hi, I'm Ashley.
1: I'm Anthony.
0: And this is Casually Serious, where we discuss serious topics very casually.
1: Very. If it was any more casual, we'd be naked.
0: (laughs) Okay, so today's episode is on true crime. And we're not discussing a specific case, but more so the genre of true crime. As entertainment. Yes. Which is what it is. So let's start by saying what are some of our favorite true crime... Things. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so, my one of my favorite things to watch is Bailey Sarian. She is a YouTuber mm-hmm. who has a series called Murder, Mystery, and Makeup. I love watching it because it combines two of my favorite things, true crime and makeup. Uh, and she's been really successful doing that.
1: It's great. I yeah. really like her series. Yeah. She goes pretty in-depth uh, on the things.
0: Yeah. She- and I like it because she's not... Not that she's not serious about it, because she definitely is, but she makes it more almost light-hearted. Humorous, yeah.
1: She gets a little humorous.
0: Yeah, and I, I just really enjoy how she does it. Yeah, I can see that. What's uh, another one
1: that we love? So, um, I really like podcast sword and scale yeah that's kind of what got me into it
0: that's a really good one yeah
1: and then after uh, crime that, junkies i really like crime junkies yeah
0: that there. was a good one to uh, listen to that was a podcast on spotify that i found so that's a fun one yeah if to. you
1: want to listen to true crime crime Junkies is very uh
0: we also like listening to dateline their podcast on spotify now it's literally just the episode transferred to podcast form. Yeah.
1: Some parts of it don't translate that well, but
0: but it's still good. It's good to listen to. I like listening to it in the podcast form. Yeah. Um, I also really liked conversations with the killer, the Ted Bundy tapes.
1: Yeah. It
0: was, it was really creepy, but I really liked hearing it and the way it was interesting how he would describe what a killer was doing and essentially he was telling them like confessing to everything he did but he took himself out of it and he, he did it in like a third person. yeah he would
1: he only talked about the crimes in the third person as if yeah. he kind of wasn't the person doing yeah. it like he, he would, would say well the killer would have probably done this and he would have probably buried them in this area yeah and he probably would go back and he'd probably have sex with the bodies
0: yeah like, and like but so he's describing what he did but just removing himself from it which was kind of interesting to me
1: so I'm, like just to get into that i think that's because he ted bundy to like was this persona this perfect man that he kept trying to like yeah. create and uh and and he had to separate
0: Ted Bundy from the character yeah. from the actual. I mean, thing. he's dead now, so we'll never really know why he did it. But that's just oh, our dead? Yeah. assumption. Yeah. yeah. I love that. Didn't he kill himself in jail or something? I don't remember. I don't remember how he died. I'll have to look into it. Have to but, more he's into these. but he's dead. But he's <laughs> dead anyway. Um, something I like, one of my favorite TV shows. That's not particularly true crime, but some of the episodes are based on true crime. Is Criminal Minds.
1: Yeah, I'm giving you 1%. That's 1%.
0: Actually, a lot of their episodes are based on true crime. However, they do take Hollywood liberties with it. Huge Hollywood Hollywood
1: liberties. liberties.
0: But. It was one of my favorite shows, like, growing up, I watched it with my mom, and now we own every single season of it, and have watched it all the way through. So if
1: we're to say, where does your true crime, your desire to consume true crime come from, it's probably from Criminal
0: Oh, definitely. When
1: I was a kid, uh, my parents and I would always watch CSI. You know how you watch CSI with your children?
0: Well, you know what, actually, Uh, me and my mom watched CSI Miami
1: every week, we loved it. it.
0: That was the worst one. No, it was the best one, because Horatio... It's just so... Is he the sunglasses Yeah! Guy? You know, he's so crazy. Dramatic
1: <laughs> sunglasses removal with a yeah. cool tagline.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. That was great.
1: And then what else? Oh, America's Most Wanted.
0: I never watched that. That
1: had the, like, the bad reenactments of the crime yeah. happening. Yeah. but but it, it was real, right? So it kind of... I don't know if that played into it at all.
0: It was interesting. It's cause it was well, I mean, real. it's more real than... You know,
1: CSI. Yeah, definitely. (laughs) Huh.
0: Yeah. So that kind of goes into our next topic is the morality of of enjoying true crime.
1: I... What are your thoughts? I struggle with this all the time. Like, it's my favorite thing to kind of think about and obsess over. Because you're wondering, on one hand, like, the victims of true crime do they, do they want their stories to be told? Mm -hmm. Right. Maybe they do. Maybe they're like, please, like I died for nothing. If you don't talk about the circumstances behind what happened and, and everything and and my story. But then on the other hand, you don't know what they could want. Right. They're gone usually. And (laughs) maybe, maybe they're, what they would want is, is to not be remembered as a victim. As or a,
0: maybe they literally want to rest in peace.
1: Yeah, they don't want to be Green River victim number seven. Right?
0: Well, hopefully you're describing them in a much less crass way than <laughs> Green River Killer. Yeah, that's seven. pretty bad. But Hopefully s- you're using their but names. But some
1: people are probably doing that.
0: Well, I mean, you just did. So. Yeah,
1: but I was being, I don't know. different. I, I don't know what I was doing
0: showing an example. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. enough.
1: So, I don't know, when you're consuming true crime, I feel like I need to to watch it or listen to it and Mm -hmm. try to keep some sort of perspective. Like, these were real people. This Mm -hmm. isn't just entertainment.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's hard to... Because I kind of struggle with it too sometimes. It's hard to enjoy it as entertainment but then kind of in the back of your mind you're always like well these are real people these things really happened to them it was really horrific and we kind of need to remember that but at the same time true crime and the day and age we live in it's just fact that it's become part of our world it's become part of uh a TV show. It's become part of podcasts. It's become part of YouTube channels. It's things that we consume now. Yeah. And that's just kind of how it is. So you're saying
1: it's out there and there's not much you can do about it. Really?
0: Well, I mean, you can't take it back. Definitely. Now true crime has just become a part of our entertainment and that's just kind of how it is. Mm -hmm. But I think there's definitely a way to talk about true crime and not be rude or disrespectful.
1: Got it. And I, I think that's what it is, really. As long as you're yeah. not...
0: Well, and I think most of the major, um, what's the right word? Most of the major outlets that are talking about true crime are doing it in a
1: they are. good way. Yeah, From what I've seen, at least, no one's out there, or very few of any high profile people are out there like glamorizing. Yeah. Serial killers or anything like that. Yeah. Or mocking the situation. Yeah, and I don't
0: think that's what's happening. I don't think you're
1: going to get very far if you're doing that, honestly.
0: No, but I know there are some people who feel very weird about watching and listening to true crime. I do sometimes. However, I also consume it knowing that these things really happened and knowing that these people are really unfortunately gone. But it's still something that I want to consume and I feel almost a need to consume.
1: So what is it that you enjoy about it, like, so much?
0: I don't know if I can pick... Well, for me, actually, I can not pinpoint it. For me, I enjoy true crime because I enjoy the psychology behind it. I enjoy wanting to know why this person did what they did, why they picked the people they did, why they did have to do it in some certain ritual that they did. The psychology of why people do what they do really interests me. And that's why I, I'm a true crime.
1: Yeah, that's, that's important to me too. Like that definitely drives it. Like you're listening to a story about this, this guy who has a bathtub full or a, sorry, a swimming pool full of creepy mannequins and kills people yeah. in that, in that, that's just one really random thing I remember. And and you're wondering...
0: Where did we... I think it was Prime Junkies. Where we listened to that. And yeah, this guy had a... Like, he lived in this mansion or something. And he had a swimming pool, inside swimming pool, full of mannequins as if they were at a party.
1: Yeah, and he would invite people over to party, but it would just be mannequins. Yeah, and and then then it would turn out
0: that, yeah, it was just this one person. Yeah.
1: So, So... That's creepy. Things like that where you're listening to it and your mind is just blown by how far out there this person and their thoughts and events are.
0: Because I think it's really interesting, even not necessarily just in true crime, but to know why people do the things that they do. Like, I know it's always interesting for me to even think about myself and pinpoint like, Oh, in my past, I had this certain trauma and that's why I am the way I am today. mm -hmm. So I think that's really interesting to do on a, serial killer or true crime scale to be like oh this thing happened to them in their past and that's why they do x y today or did whatever
1: okay see for me true crime it is all about the thrill Uh, like it's very thrilling listening to Mm -hmm. to these stories yeah but then then i love the the who done it aspect,
0: yeah, classic so, who done it.
1: Yeah, like you're listening to the true crime thing, and it's and it's about this series of events, and then or someone goes missing,
0: yeah, and and they're
1: like al- alibis are involved, and it's mm-hmm. very much a who do you think committed the crime, and then yeah, maybe there's a trial, and maybe they get convicted, maybe they don't, and then at the end you're left wondering like did they do it. Didn't they do it? Now,
0: see, the only thing I like that too, but I don't, I hate at the end not knowing who did it. Like, I'm okay listening to the whole thing, being like, who done it? As long as at the very end, they're like, this person did it. And I'm like, okay, cool.
1: But when it comes to crime, there's always that small chance that maybe they didn't do it. That's the thing.
0: Well, unless they admit to it.
1: That's true. Unless they admit to it.
0: Yeah. But even then, I mean, there's false confessions and everything, but we're not going to go into that right now. But, I mean, like, I just, I need to have a definitive ending. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. So, why do you think as a society, I don't know, we're obsessed with true crime other than the psychology and kind of the who done it? Because I've read some interesting things on... Okay. Bustle.com, there is uh a PhD. Her name is Amanda Vicari. And she said that women are more interested in true crime than men because we're looking for uh survival techniques. Because we're we know more likely that we're gonna be the victims of these true crimes, and we're looking for, even subconsciously, we're looking for ways to know how to survive if it happens to us
1: yeah statistically you're like i don't even know what the statistics are but i'm I'm i don't
0: have any numbers it it is that you're living in this you're more
1: likely to be murdered yeah like uh i'm just thinking subjectively from what i've listened to true crime various things most of them revolve around women being killed
0: oh yeah.
1: yeah yeah definitely do so you think, like, what have you learned from from listening to true crime? Some defense mechanisms against murderers. Well,
0: like, I don't even, I think it's mostly subconscious, but I, like, even if you don't take away actual lists, I think it's just, like, we need to watch it to s- just see what we should or should not do.
1: You think that consuming it gives you that sixth sense Like, uh, that you'll just know when something's not right and you should leave a situation or...
0: Like the I see dead people kind of sixth (laughs) sense.
1: Not like that (laughs) sixth sense. Something like, like this person, I am not getting good vibes and I'm going to leave now. Like that type of...
0: Yeah, I mean, I definitely try to listen to my gut when I'm in certain situations and be like you know I feel like this is not I don't know I just have a weird gut feeling about this I'm gonna leave because I definitely do that
1: like excuse me but I don't think I'm gonna get in the trunk of this car I think that (laughs) I don't think it's always
0: (laughs) that obvious (laughs) um you know and I can't say that I often have men asking me to get into their trunk you just Um, haven't met the right person i think more so if it's gonna happen they're gonna be more of like a shoving you into their trunk type of situation uh but yeah i think on some kind of some some kind of subconscious level we're all looking for that you know need to survive our drive to survive and that's what's kind of pushing us to watch true crime
1: Do you think all the true crime you consume has made you more afraid of being
0: murdered? One hundred percent. One million percent. Criminal Minds is the reason I am terrified that I'm going to (laughs) die at every given moment.
1: (laughs) And you're still willing to say true crime has been a positive thing for you?
0: Actually, well, I'm not No, I'm not willing to say it's been oh, okay. a positive thing for me. So I am willing to say that I'm, I enjoy consuming I it. I get you. And I will continue. However, I don't think it's have, had an exceptionally positive outlook <laughs> on my life, no. Just
1: one more thing for you to be afraid of all the yeah.
0: time. What about you? Has I- it been positive? It has. And oh, the okay. reason
1: is is because it doesn't scare me and I don't worry about... I don't worry about things that are ridiculously unlikely to happen. So I I just, it's, it's just entertainment for me. It it does not, I don't know. Well, and
0: then that goes back to the morality of it, of it just being entertainment for you.
1: That's the thing. Like that's,
0: that could be bad.
1: Yeah. It's tough to keep, I don't know, keep perspective and not just go, Ooh, ah.
0: Yeah, oh, you have to kind of keep he that perspective. cuts off their
1: faces.
0: Ooh, oh. I don't know. Very chainsaw massacre. Of you.
1: Yeah, that's kind of what I was thinking.
0: Well, and then that—I don't think—is that based on something real? It,
1: based on true events, I believe, but extremely altered. Mm. Like, I think the I think the movies feature like cannibalistic elements, and yeah. there's never any evidence of that.
0: What are your thoughts on things. Hollywood? taking true crime and doing their very Hollywood thing with it and then making it into like a movie or TV show.
1: So are we talking documentaries or just straight up movies? No, like
0: movies or TVs, like turning it into a Hollywood thing. The thing is,
1: is with Hollywood, they're they're always desperately looking for some sort of inspiration. So yeah, yeah, if it really happened, of course they're going to take it. You just have to take it with a grain of salt. They're
0: going to do whatever they do. So piggybacking off that idea of Hollywood getting inspiration by true crime mm-hmm. What about true crime getting inspiration from Hollywood? For example oh. there I believe there was uh, there were murders based off the movie Scream. Okay, off the franchise.
1: You know that happened with Slenderman too, didn't it?
0: No, wasn't Slenderman. The movie came out after. Oh, good point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. But Okay. Yeah. So the thing about that is you're never gonna You're never gonna be able to stop people from doing whatever.
0: So can you genuinely blame Hollywood for those crimes? Or do you think those crimes would have happened regardless?
1: Absolutely not. You can't blame Hollywood for that. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I think the murders would have happened regardless. They would have just found something else to base it off. Murderers gonna murder. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly. Like. Yeah. Cause I mean like it's not like oh I only murdered because Scream came out.
1: Yeah. It's like they the Scream, scream came out and they said oh wouldn't it be cool if we just copied it. I don't know.
0: Yeah. Like they, they would have murdered either way. Right. Yeah.
1: And you can't let You can't let what people are going to do... When you release something and millions of people are going to see it, you can't let what one person might do as a Mm -hmm. result make you change what you're willing to put out. Like If if that were the case, we wouldn't even have horror movies because people would be too afraid to cause murder. That's very true. Right?
0: Well, yeah. I mean, we wouldn't have a lot of things.
1: We wouldn't have anything.
0: But, I mean, that kind of goes into the danger of people idolizing serial killers no I think it's something super super weird like when I've watched a lot of Bailey's um videos she talks about how some of these serial killers have a huge fan base and how women fall in love with them and send them letters and like want yeah. to fan be with mail them for a like Ted killer. Bundy I have a huge fan base of women who loved him and were obsessed with him and that just blows my mind I don't understand
1: but do you think At the time, do you think most of them thought he was just innocent when they were fans? Like they thought, oh, his beautiful man couldn't have done these things he's innocent and and oh yeah we're on his side
0: well i mean i know watching a lot of the ted bundy footage like a lot of women just didn't believe not just women a lot of people didn't believe that he could be the killer they thought got got it wrong yeah because he was attractive he charismatic smooth talker he was super charismatic he portrayed
1: himself as successful even though he probably wasn't really
0: well and that's what a lot of people were like oh you must have got it wrong clearly can't be him.
1: Yeah, he's got such a potential of good life. Why would he kill people? Yeah. yeah.
0: So I think that's weird. But then there was people oh, who God. even after he was convicted and basically admitted to doing these things he still had a huge fan base. And a lot of serial killers they get a huge fan base particularly from women after. Yeah. Like, I
1: remember I don't know which one it was if it was the toy box killer it's getting fan mail and then i've even heard of killers and they get out and they end up marrying people who only heard of them via their killings
0: or even like they got married in jail to women who were like obsessed with them and like it just it i find it so strange that people are like oh yeah this person killed 17 people that is just a great human being they're just top-notch i love them
1: those people must have an issue themselves like clearly they
0: must right yeah because there, like there's there's a clear difference between consuming true crime and watching these things and listening to these podcasts and sending letters to convicted serial killers, telling them how much you idolize them. Like, those are very different things. Mm-hmm. And I just think it's so weird. And i that's one thing I can't really understand, is idolizing them to that extent and sending them letters and, you know, falling in love and thinking they're so hot in life yeah
1: i'll never get idolized in serial killers i don't see how anyone ever could
0: Mm -hmm. and like i wonder if that's kind of its own mental health issue yeah almost is obsessing over serial that's a problem
1: if you're consuming true crime and you find yourself siding (laughs) with the serial killer you should talk to somebody (laughs) definitely like i get empathizing with them most of them have traumatic backgrounds, and something mm-hmm. and you're like, "Oh, I feel bad that all this stuff happened to them and caused them to go down this path," but to
0: but that's different from being like, "Oh, yeah." Their
1: actions know. were cool.
0: Yeah, or, yeah, yeah. That's very different. Or to in quote, any way
1: justifiable.
0: I mean, to quote Bailey, Syrian again, get better idols. <laughs>
1: get better idols. Yeah. Yeah,
0: because like that just seems. And I mean, the danger of people idolizing them in that way, I think can be super dangerous to society as well, especially if you're watching it as a young person, because then you get in your mind, like as someone who's really young, that that is what you do to get love or attention or
1: affection. I mean, these people are famous. They're definitely getting attention. So if, if you're not getting attention and you're on the edge of certain... I don't know.
0: I don't know. Certain ways, then you're like, hey. Maybe. Maybe that's... Yeah. Because a lot of killers, at least ones that are talked about a lot, they want the attention from killing. Like, they want to be famous. You think that they consciously... Yeah, that... I don't know if all of them do, but I know there are some who even... I forget...
1: Who? Yeah, it's, it's about getting someone, credit. You want to get credit for what yeah. you did.
0: So. And some... I forget who. I really wish I remember who this was. But there was one serial killer who came out and said he killed because he wanted to be famous. And that was his way to get famous. Yeah. Was to kill.
1: Well, what was it? Um Ed Kemper, who... This is a different one, but mm-hmm. Ed Kemper, who... Who was killing for years, Mm -hmm. not getting caught at all, not Mm -hmm. even suspected, and Mm -hmm. just, just walked up and turned himself in because he was tired of not getting credit. Yeah. That was it, is, is what the heck, like, they were never going to catch him, so he was just getting frustrated, so turned himself in and said, I did it. Like, come on, guys.
0: (laughs) And see, that's interesting because he said he would never have gotten caught. 'Cause I mean he was friends with a lot of cops. And that's stuff.
1: the situation with him. They didn't think of him because yeah. he was friendly with the police. They thought Ed would have never done anything like this.
0: Yeah, so like that's and I mean we will say our knowledge on all these cases, we're it's, definitely not experts. They No, this is there's definitely things we could be missing. Who knows? The cops could have been on to him. We we have no clue. We have yeah, no idea. Just from
1: memory, that's but, what I thought the situation was.
0: But there is something where he said, I turned myself in because I wasn't getting the recognition that yeah. he wanted. Which... It's crazy. Yeah, it's <laughs> insane that, that some people are viewing murder as a way to get recognized and to get famous, essentially. Yeah. Huh. Which is just seems really
1: bizarre. So, I think we're nearing the end. And... I just want to say, like, one thing we, we didn't mention, and this one reason I like True Crime, mm. is because it gives us, it gives you a much-needed perspective on life mm-hmm. and how quickly some horrible things can happen and how quickly it can end. And yeah. it kind of just, I don't know, makes me appreciate day-to-day a little bit more when I hear about these people and they're just normal people like you and me and then all of a sudden something mm-hmm. crazy happens. Yeah. And you would never expect it.
0: And I mean that almost, I mean that kind of ties back to the morality thing because that almost sounds like a negative statement. But I can see what you're saying is that it's meant to be a positive statement. like For, yeah. You're meant to like look at things and be like, oh... I need to recognize everything that I have, all the people that I have in my life, all the love and support I yeah, have. Yeah, that
1: every day is a blessing because, yeah, who knows? Because
0: of that. So it makes you, yeah, it makes you see that. Yeah. I could definitely see that. I've, I can't say I've ever felt that myself because I'm more focused on. I tend to focus more on the negative from most situations (laughs) and it's it's something I'm trying to work on. Again, that can be a whole other podcast episode, but
1: stuff Ashley's trying to work on five hour (laughs)
0: podcasts. It would take a long time, but I tend to focus on the negative. So instead of coming out of a true crime episode being like, Oh, You know, thank God for all the things that I have and I need to focus on my loved ones. I come out of it being like, oh, there's another way someone can murder me.
1: (laughs) I thought I knew them all. This person (laughs) came up with a new one.
0: Yeah, that's more what I focus on, which sounds a little selfish, but, you know, it ties back to that need to survive. Yeah. But yeah, that's kind of our kind of thoughts on true crime there. I think we're coming to the end of the episode, like you said. Um, so maybe in the comments below, leave us your thoughts. Uh, we can have a discussion, a nice, respectful discussion.
1: If you have like true crime, like sources, good podcasts.
0: Oh yeah. Leave your recommend recommendations down below. Um, if you're listening to us on podcast, maybe follow us on our Instagram at, uh, at, oh my God, what is our name?
1: We have an Instagram.
0: Oh yeah. I made us an Instagram. So follow us on Instagram at casually serious.
1: There you go. And
0: you can leave us some recommendations of podcasts that you really like or true crime documentaries that you really liked and enjoyed. Um, and yeah. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for watching. Like I said, you can follow us on Instagram, uh, follow us on YouTube. And this podcast will be up on Spotify and iTunes, anywhere uh, you listen to your podcast. Many, many places. It'll all be at Casually Serious. Yeah. I'm Ashley. I'm Anthony. Thank you. And we'll see you next time. Bye.